co-host Pinge. And today we're doing something a little bit different. I know that we always do something a little bit different lately, <laughs> but this time we are also doing something a little bit in the ordinary by being out of the ordinary. So we have devised a plan where I have a movie in mind that I am going to try to convince Pinge to watch. And he has a movie in mind that he's going to try to convince me to watch. And then we're actually recording on a Tuesday, which is unusual for us. Usually we record Mm -hmm. on Thursday, but we wanted to give ourselves extra time because we're recording now, before we watch the movies, and then either sometime later on, I'll watch the movie he recommended, and he'll watch the movie I recommended. We'll come back, have a discussion about that, and that will be our episode. Mm Mm-hmm. So we will be reviewing two films, or at least talking about two films. And a few other stuff that we have learned along the way. Yes. Through this adventure, which has been kind of interesting and kind of unsuccessful, but (laughs) we shall see. I've watched four movies, and I found one that you would enjoy. I think I've watched probably more than three. Okay. So There's been many attempts. There's been many attempts. Okay. Uh, so, let's get started. You first, I think. Me first? All right. So, first tell me about the movies that you decided not to watch. We have... First one is actually the one that I'm picking today. Oh, you're going with that one? Hmm? You're going with that? I am going with one of them. But with the second movie, it was Lost Transmissions... Starring a lady, I don't remember her name, and Simon Pegg. Oh. This was a film I have like been wanting to watch for probably like a year or two now. Because I heard about it and I heard good things. and Just because it's Simon Pegg. And I could not find anything. I could not find it anywhere. And so like the past week or so it showed up. And I was like, oh finally I get to watch this movie. And yeah, because of Simon Pegg, because I think he's a terrific actor. And he does great in the film, but the film is slow. It's a drama. Mm. It's about this man who has schizophrenia and he doesn't take his medication and basically goes off the deep end and just like escapes. And so it's about his friends trying to get him back. It's not that intriguing of a film. It's a slow, slow burning film. I think it's... I think it's okay. There's some good stuff about it, but nothing in- extremely interesting to, I would say, call it worthy watching. Hmm. Next film was Bad Education. This came out recently, a couple weeks ago. This is Hugh Jackman. Oh. True story about like the largest tax theft in, I think, U.S. history. He is a principal at this school in New York, 
and they're trying to get like top they're trying to be like the top school in the district a student is uncovering where a lot of the money of the school is going and we find out that this principal is like a terrible terrible person he's stealing all the money he's, yeah <laughs> and it's like the film actually is pretty good but there's some aspects of it that would totally turn you off from it oh and the final film that i saw inheritance this released a couple days ago seemed interesting to me it's about a girl whose father died and his inheritance went to her and he gave her this note that's saying hey there's a bunker out in the woods uh don't tell anyone about it and it shows she goes down and there's this person in there and he says that like your father isn't the man that you knew him to be he's actually this terrible terrible person that's murdered a man and is like cheating on his wife and like he has his whole other life pretty much hmm. and she's like who do I trust and do I let you out he's been living down there for 30 years and such just like chained weird in the bunker yeah how's he eat well the father took care of him oh yeah and it's an okay film but it's kind of predictable and it's weirdly edited it really is not it doesn't trust the audience it's constantly like giving away more than it should or is just trying to keep your attention mm. instead of letting things and letting instead of letting atmosphere build on its own mm. it'll have like multiple shots of her opening a door it's like oh. you don't need to do that just like let us take in the atmosphere of this creepy bunker and such yeah i don't know it, it falters but the saving grace of that film is easily simon Pegg. he does a fantastic performance is he the guy in the bunker yes and he's got like super long white hair and this huge beard and he talks in this creepy american accent oh yeah simon Pegg with an american accent he does well he's like i said he's a great actor the first film i watched is Train to Busan, and this is the one I am recommending to you. Train to Busan came out in 2016. South Korean film, I want to say. <gasps> what? I was looking up Korean films, and I almost, I almost was like this close to like watching one. In fact, I was looking them up. I was looking up foreign films, mm -hmm. and um, somehow I got into the trail of like Korean films, mm -hmm. and I saved a bunch that I was going to watch later, and I'm pretty sure that was one of them. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Wait, what's it about? Uh, it is about, it shows it in the first scene, so I don't mind giving it away, okay. but it's about this, uh, zombie outbreak. It's a zombie film. Are you kidding me? A zombie film? Uh, hold up. You're recommending a zombie film to me? Oh, uh, hold up. Have you, you've, you've never even seen one, have you? I just, zombies are stupid okay uh, okay so this will be your first zombie film um, i hate you <laughs> wow hold up this is a film about a father who's gone way too attached to his work he's completely disconnected from his family and he and his daughter are going to his wife on this train the film gains heart as it goes along and it may seem a little bit clunky at first, but it really builds 
character as it goes along. And it has more heart than I would consider your average zombie film. It's an enjoyable watch. And it has characters that you can understand well. I will say that the subtitle translation feels a little bit clunky, so yeah. you'll have to deal with that. But you have some interesting concepts in there. You have uh, good performances. All right, tell me about your movies. So I actually started watching movies a while back, like even before I came up with this idea. I was trying to find a movie to recommend to you. Mm that okay. you had never seen before, before I came up with this idea. And so there have been a lot of movies that I've watched that were completely failed attempts. <laughs> okay. So one of them was Spaghetti Man. I think I, did I discuss that on Scabby You Hayes? did a little bit. Okay. Or no, 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 not on Scabby Hayes, but you have told me um, off, off my Okay, yeah. I, I told you about Spaghetti Man. That is... Never, ever, ever watch it. Okay. So, it, it, I mean, I don't know if I even have to tell you anything about the plot, but it's a guy who eats a radioactive or some kind of chemically reactive spaghetti, and it turns him into Spaghetti Man. And I watched the first five minutes, <laughs> and it <laughs> literally is, it felt like a high school project. Mm. It was shot horribly. It was acted horribly. There was, like, one funny joke in it, I think, and it was just funny because oh, it was so it was. awkward and weird. Yeah, and, yeah, none of the jokes that try to be funny were funny. It was bad. Okay, so Spaghetti Man. Um, I tried to watch The Silent Headless Horseman. Okay. And Ichabod Crane is played by Will Rogers, which intrigued me mm, to watch it. That is intriguing. And I really wanted to watch it, and I tried three times, and I got so close to the end, and I kept falling asleep. It wasn't... I just kept watching it late at night, and I don't know why, and I never have finished it, even to this day. I haven't actually got to finish it, and it it, it was good. It was just like the story of the Headless Horseman, mm -hmm. Ichabod Crane, um, the legend of Sleepy Hollow. But, so... I mean, maybe that's why I fell asleep, because, like, oh, I already know this. But it was also late at night. It wasn't boring. It just, I don't know. So I just kept never falling got, asleep. So never, I never finished oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm not going to recommend it, because I didn't watch it all the way. <laughs> um, Is there a film that you have finished? Tell me hang on. that you finished the movie that you're recommending to me. I did. Okay. I did. But there's a catch. But I'm, I'm going to tell you about that later. Okay. Because now I'm going to tell you about is called The Fifth Estate. And that <gasps> that is I've a had movie. that on my list. It's a movie about the guy who created WikiLeaks. Really? Yeah. And it's is starring I don't remember his name, it's some foreign name. He's Australian, I think. Okay. And he's played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch with an Australian accent. It's a little bit weird. Okay. And it has Daniel Brühl in it, who is an amazing actor. And I really, really, really wanted it to be good because I really wanted you to watch it, mm -hmm. even before I knew anything about it. I didn't know it was about the guy who did WikiLeaks until I started watching it. Me neither. And it's so much computer jargon that I just couldn't. And I fell oh, really? asleep. I think like I went back um, 
earlier today to see how long it took before I fell asleep, and it was like 39 minutes, I think. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, it, it's just, it's, ugh. I'm not a techie person, so I, I didn't understand anything they were saying. I really didn't. Mm. I was like, this makes absolutely no sense, and it's, I don't know, it, it wasn't really that interesting. Okay. I was really hoping that they would, like, dummy it down so, like, the average <laughs> idiot could and, understand it. And interesting. I, yeah, I still couldn't, so they, yeah. And, um, <sighs> I really wanted you to like it, but you might like it, but I can't recommend it because I didn't finish it and I was really bored. Dang it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so that one was a bust. That's been on my list for a while. I just never looked into it, I guess. So good thing I decided to recommend this movie called Kung Fu Killer. Okay. And I have told you a little bit about it, I think. I'm already intrigued by the title. It is a Donnie Yen movie. Okay. And he does as Donnie Yen does, as in like the he martial does. arts and stuff. It's, so it's a Donnie Yen movie about him. He's actually. I don't know if this is giving anything. What, what should, how much should I tell you about it? Just like the first 10 or so minutes, 10, 20 minutes. Okay, so it's him helping the police find a kung fu killer. Okay. Basically, that's pretty mm. much it. Yeah. Is but it? Actually, he's like an inmate. Okay, so it's. So his his pardon. He's trying to gain his pardon by helping the police find the kung fu killer. It's a movie about um, desperation and. Kind of obsession. Okay. I'm yeah. intrigued. I'm, yeah. I'm curious it's, about It's this. a really good movie. I really like it. Oh, it's really it. good. Well, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay. I liked it. We're talking two foreign films then. Yeah. Not so that's what yours kind of made me think about Kung Fu Killer. And I was like, oh, I should recommend that to you. Okay. I still know there's another film that I watched <laughs> that I watched all the way that I'm forgetting about. So... You need to watch Kung Fu Killer, and I need to watch Train, Train to, to Busan. Busan, and then we'll meet up after we've each seen the movies and have another discussion, and we'll see how much we actually liked them. Yeah. And we're back! We're back with the reviews. We have each watched each other's movie. That's a lot of ch... Yep. Each in each. Okay, so I watched Train to Busan. All right, I watched Kung Fu Killer. I liked it. And what did you think of Train to Busan? I didn't like it. Oh, boy. So you said you didn't like Train to Busan. So, your thoughts? There are a lot of things I did like about it. I, I liked pretty much everything except the fact that it is a zombie movie and I thought that the zombies were I mean I know what a zombie is and I knew that going into it and I knew I well I didn't know if I was gonna like it or not but I didn't like it because they're extremely disturbing to watch because I mean I mean I, the idea, okay, a zombie is a dead person 
that an undead person, basically. And, I don't know, just to watch, like, masses of them, like, biting people, and they're, like, biting in necks, and, like, I don't know, like, blood dripping out of their mouths and gushing everywhere. It's just gross. But, I mean, if it... <laughs> if it didn't have zombies in it, it would have been a good movie. If it was something else, if it was... I don't know what they could have used instead of zombies. I'm not entirely sure. But if it didn't have that, it would have been a good movie. Because there there's good character arc. And there's good cinematography. Good dialogue. It was well written. Well shot. Um, It was a well made movie. It just... I don't know. It ruined it for me. That... It was so unnecessarily violent. I mean, it could have been... It would be different if it was, like, based on a true story. I know zombies aren't real, but if... <laughs> I, I can sort of justify violence if it's either somewhat realistic and could be based on a real-life scenario, or it is actually based on a true story. So, I don't know. I just... I, like I said, I I it was good like starting out and you can kind of tell what it's going to be about. Mm. It's the guy it's a man who is estranged from his wife and they have a daughter and the daughter wants to go visit her mom in Busan or Busan, however you say that. Either and one. I don't know. It's it's her birthday so her dad takes her and then there's an infected person, a zombie on the train there and then eventually like lots of people on the train get infected and they have to run away from the zombies and it's a whole process i mean it's kind of intricate and but um then at the end and the dad is his character arc is really important in the movie because before he's um he's a f a fund manager i think is what they yeah. said he was yeah and so he's all about, like, the money, and he's kind of cold and isn't too concerned about other people's feelings, and he's all, like... Um, Just very distant fend, and fend, closed. Fend for yourself. Yeah. yeah don't let anybody help you because you owe them favors and things like that. And, um, and then towards the end, he realizes, you know, I need to be a good example to my daughter. I need to help others and because that's just the human thing to do is you want to help other people when they're dying or there is danger around and especially when they're weaker than you or somewhat other compromised like there's a, there's a pregnant lady in it that he helps and there's an elderly lady in it that he helps and and then at the end of the movie he the dad that was kind of selfish before and um after he helps all these people and he he has kept his daughter alive and the pregnant lady who's kind of like um attached herself like to the daughter is like trying to help her mm. <clears throat> then he the dad turns into a zombie and has to die to save them both before he comes uh, officially a zombie all the way yeah well that's basically the whole plot, but I'm just saying it was good character development, good character arc, and interesting characters. 
Um, just... So there was a lot I liked about it, but it just got ruined. I mean... I don't know. It didn't even ruin the movie. It would be a good movie for somebody who liked zombie movies. But hmm. I just don't like that aspect of it. I thought it was unnecessary, bloody, violent. Just kind of disgusting. Interesting. Yeah. Because I... Like, when I started the film, I was like, okay, it's a zombie film, right? I started off, and it, it's a little slow, and you're like, ah, this dad's a jerk. Like, He's not that big of a jerk, though. Well, a little but bit. He, he does do some things that... He's not a uh, jerk, per se, but he's, like, uncaring about his daughter. He's not paying any attention to his family. True. He's just he's, focused on work. He's kind of neglectful. Yeah, and then we were on the train. They're on the train, and... Like, this, uh, this lady shows up who's been infected, and she starts becoming a zombie. And it if it felt slow to me, and then eventually the movie started, like, going along. It's like, oh, oh, it's it's starting. And, like, eventually it felt like the, the zombie stuff, I don't know, just, uh, like, way became the background for me. It's and, because it just keeps happening over and yeah, over and over and, again. It's the whole movie, basically. And the the characters, like, really start to shine in that point you start to see their development and it's very subtle. I, it's not, it's not an extremely heavy dialogue ridden movie. All right. Kung Fu Killer is a movie that came out in 2014 starring Donnie Yen and a bunch of other people that I don't remember their name. And I, I guess we mentioned this the other day, but it's about a man tracking down a another man who's basically on a murder rampage among yeah, these but other... Good, it's not just like a serial killer. He's killing kung fu masters so he can be number one. Well, he's challenging them. And every time he wins, it's a step closer to being the best martial artist. Mm-hmm. In the world, I guess. Or maybe just China, I'm not sure. He wants to be number one. There's not much to this movie more than that. It really is just this man who he's been let out of prison just so he can uh, help the police chase this man down. And that's pretty much the movie. We have... The majority of the runtime taken up by fight scenes. That's mostly the movie. So each like Kung Fu master in his own section is being taken out by this guy. Yeah. It's it's a fine action film, but it doesn't feel anything out of the ordinary. However, I do like that it's it's nothing more than it needs to be it doesn't try to add in extra drama or needless drama or it's just a story yeah and it follows it how how it happened mm -hmm. so i mean that's pretty much it and but it's an in-depth plot there's more there's definitely some heart to it too and there's not necessarily a moral but it doesn't need it i mean it's just showing you this is what happened, basically. I mean, if it were to be a true story, which it it's not based on a true story or anything, but 
as if it happened in real life, this is the turn of events. And it's just there to to keep you interested and entertained. And I thought I did a good job of both of those. Mm-hmm. It's well-paced. Yeah. It's not filled to the brim with action. There's moments where the movie's able to breathe. And, you know, take its time with what's going on. It's not constantly rushing to the next thing. There's one fight where two guys are fighting on a giant, giant skeleton, and that was kind of cool. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, I bet this is the reason Bethany recommended it to me. Because it's just, like, such a ridiculous thing. Hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of happens, and you're like, this guy, like, painting it or something? He's like... I don't know. It must be like an an exhibit, or he's I just guess. like I don't know. It's such a random skeleton. I don't know. Though. I couldn't tell if like that was his job or if it was just like a hobby. <laughs> it didn't really explain it. No, it was an enormous skeleton. He's just like Working either on. sculpting it or painting it or something. Yeah. yeah, and then they fight on it, which is cool. Mm-hmm. They like break off the bones and then it falls apart. Yeah, the, yeah, they're able to get away with some. Uh, depth in any way of there of saying this is how we discovered these people or this is how we got away this killer mm-hmm. it's just kind of he's here now here's a fight it's yeah like, okay that's good though i like that one yeah. it's not too wordy yeah yeah it it, it does ha- it doesn't have to explain everything it does because it can show you instead of long monologues and well i don't know they're there may be something to include in there to bring some consistency to it all or make it mesh well. I figured you probably would. I mean, it wasn't anything I thought was absolutely fantastic, but it's nothing like I, I didn't like either. It was just kind of like a, a normal movie. So I I thought you probably would like it. Because mm-hmm. if you like martial arts or Donnie Yen which who usually does kung fu movies or martial arts then you'd definitely like it yeah because it's really well done too the the choreography and such yeah all the fight scenes are done well i would ask maybe for a tinge more of still shots just so you can just see the the amount of effort that they're really putting into it a lot of the blows feel real too it's a Mm. it's well done yeah it doesn't feel like everyone's on wires and it's a slight tap and they go yeah. five feet away. Unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just shoddy, shoddy action. Now I'd like to ask you, what's um, what was your take on Kung Fu Killer? I thought it had good characters in it because they had reasons of why they did what they did. It's not like he just decided to be number one and... It, I mean, there are other things that go into it, so it's a bit more complicated than just, I want to be number one, so I'm going to fight all these kung fu masters. I mean, there's the whole aspect of, you know, his wife, and that's, like, a super sad part of the movie because she has cancer and she, like, died. And so, I mean, at that point in your life, when you have someone that close to you that's taking care of you, because also he was, like, kind of a cripple, and so... To, like, overcome that. And, I mean, after she died, I mean, what else was he going to do? Um, I don't know. Maybe not murder a bunch of people. 
Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess maybe he's thinking... I don't know. All or nothing. I don't know. How I saw it was, like... But also, how if else you can think I kill about myself? it... If you think about it, I mean, none of them refused to fight him. So, no. I mean... So, they fought each other to the death. It's not like... They were like, no, I'm not going to fight you. Or they called the police. None of them did. And, or they just like sat down and was like, no, I will not fight you. And then he just beat him to death. That would be different. I don't know. I guess. I mean, most of them didn't want to, but eventually they're like, okay, fine, I'll fight you. Yeah. So. But... It works well with the film. Yeah. It yeah. never it never drags on too long with yeah. one thing or another. Yeah, it mo I thought it moved pretty quickly actually. It didn't linger on oh, this is this guy and like oh, but he's good. He's working with the police, but here's the crime that he did. No, I didn't like keep on going over that and going over yeah. that over and over it's, again. You could call it a fault per se where it doesn't there's nothing more to it. It's just that. But yeah. I mean, when it feels competent in what it's doing, what it's, what's occurring, it never tries to be more than it wants to be, which is just a, a quick action film. I kind of liked that aspect of it. I like this in like most movies. I can't think of too many that have it, but it's like mm -hmm. two people that are super like desperate. And they kind of don't have anything else to lose. So they'll do anything. So, and in those situations, you're like, well, this movie could go any, any number of ways. I don't know what that is, but I was doing it earlier too. It's my hard drive. Oh, it could, yeah, it could go any number of ways because they basically don't have anything to live for because, um, what was it? Donnie? I don't remember his character's name, Me but either. his wife, she didn't die, but he thought that she, yeah probably did or was like critically injured and could die any minute and the other guy's wife was dead so their families were kind of destroyed mm -hmm. so it was like well i mean what else do they have to lose what are they going to do next yeah. so i kind of like that desperation and so that was a good aspect of the movie too is the fact that they were just put in situations where they just have to make the decision well i can't be fighting for this anymore so what will i be fighting for and you know Mm -hmm. What am I willing to, what standards am I willing to throw out the window yeah. to, <laughs> to end this? So, so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. I'll probably never watch it again. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, like I said, I did, I didn't love it. It's just a good thing to pass the time. Yeah. Yeah. A good movie to pass the time. Um, Yeah. So if you want to pass the time in these trying times, you know, actually check out Kung Fu Killer. But if you want something that may stick with you, check out Train to Busan. Yeah. Be fair warned, it is violent, evidently. And it also is, yeah, it's really violent. <laughs> it has some cussing in it. And, but so does Kung Fu Killer, I think. Yeah. Um, um, if you liked the style of episode where... We bring each other a movie to talk about. And, and watch. It's in the two parts where 
we convince each other to watch these movies and then we watch them and then we do a review well let us know if you like that we will be back next friday mm -hmm. we will be back every friday actually uh, real quick with the style i will say that it's not that our old style will die because i think there probably will be movies that will eventually watch and say no we need to like a full episode on this yeah this is just something that we're trying out yeah and just an idea that i had that was like oh it'd be cool if we did mm -hmm. that so we might do it again if we get some good feedback or any feedback yeah <laughs> so there you go okay bye okay bye